Hey, Brian Suits here. Welcome to the 10th break. This is the After Party Backstage Laminate. It happens after uh, 9 p.m. Stuff too arcane, too deep in the weeds uh, for the radio. Uh, well, why did the president trot out King Abdullah uh, yesterday? King, king Abdullah um, is the uh, king and, and wears the crown of the royal Hashemite kingdom of Jordan. He's the son of King Hussein. And King Abdullah is very American, educated, raised, and, uh, and trained. And he needs us. We need him. And that's just uh, how the relationship works. So... If you absolutely positively have to put an Arab face on your policy because far left uh, Antifa style Democrats, young far left uh, Democrats are hemorrhaging the the Biden reelection campaign and they're doing everything from like work strikes and things like this because from the river to the sea. There's decidedly a very Hamas-friendly wing of the Democratic Party. It's a radical, right-off-the-campus thing. And the same people that are shutting down I-5 here in Seattle or any interstate around the country are, are the same people that Biden is counting on voting for him. And because of Biden's commitment to Israel and America's commitment to Israel— uh, we're supporting their war against Hamas. After what Hamas did on October 7th, Netanyahu said, we're not going to live with Hamas next door to us anymore. And most most Americans uh, were very skeptical of that, and unless they'd been in Fallujah. Because in 2004, um, we went at Fallujah twice. The second time was far different than the first time, but it worked. Uh, and we... We made Fallujah into Gaza. We cordoned it off, and then we told uh, oldsters and women and children to leave and anyone who was not affiliated with al-Qaeda in Fallujah to get out because it was a, a, a den of uh, Iraqi uh, resistance and al-Qaeda sympathizers, uh, foreign fighters, and the Iraqis didn't want them there, and they knew that we would clear them out. And so they, we, we gave them a month to get out. They got out. And we said, you know, we'll try to leave it, you know, the way we found it and the whole thing. But they left. The the civilians on the battlefield, the cobs, as we called them, they got off the battlefield before uh, Operation Phantom Fury the second. And and by the way, the Israelis uh, gave us some tactical advice about how to breach a wall, a common wall between two different houses and things like that. It was very valuable. And so we know they can do it. And so Gaza is not one giant block. Uh, but what it is is a series of settlements that are very dense. If you're living in the urban environment in Gaza, it's very, very dense, as the West Bank is dense, as Tel Aviv is dense. But it's not one giant block. Gaza has distinct cities that have their own names, and the Israelis have been going from north to south, starting with Gaza City because at the very north because that's the one— that uh, the majority of the uh, Hamas uh, kahunas, and in fact their their, their uh, current head, Yahya, Yahya Sinwar, uh, spent most of their operational time. And that's where reportedly the majority of the tunnels were. And, well, the Israelis very rapidly uh, were able to take Gaza City, and it, it took dropping bombs because they knew where these targets were. They just told people, look, um, 
get out from the following areas. Go go south. I mean, they gave fair warning, w- way more warning than uh, the RAF gave Dresden uh, in 1945, or we gave Hamburg uh, in 1943 and 44. Uh, but but anyway, um, and that included, uh, by the way, the the clear violation of the laws of war that Hamas was engaging in, uh, in in having tunnels below hospitals. So anyway, um, it, it goes down pretty fast. Uh, Gaza City um, and a couple other uh, uh, towns between there and the very southern border of Gaza, which is, if you're getting at a map, um, look at the southern, there's a uh, sort of pointy edge to Gaza. The very southern tip is a pointy edge. And that's the edge of Rafa, R-A-F-A-H, the final town. And this is where everybody went because the Israelis said to go there. And this is the, the final redoubt, the final uh, straw that Hamas has. Uh, because the the actual beachside villas of the Hamas leadership guys, like Yahya Sinwar, the cash-rich head of Hamas right now, they're on the Mediterranean. Um, and they're on they're in a city called Khan Yunus, and that's coming uh, soon as well. So anyway, the Israelis have said, look, they're now in Rafa. We have to take Rafa. That, that means hostages. It means Hamas, the rest of it. And Biden feels like he's being uh, ignored um, and that if he mans up and he can give a ultimatum to Netanyahu that, hey, look, you have to be super duper humane or whatever there. He's telling, he's dictating to Netanyahu how to win. And the IDF has done a superb job, by the way, um, of reducing a urban embedded uh, unconventional enemy that built the tunnels that they're fighting from. And the IDF have trained from the ground up reserve units to specifically fight in the tunnels. I mean, they have specialty units that have not been fighting above surface. They have been clearing out the tunnels uh, as the surface, uh, the units on the surface, not in the tunnels, uh, are going forward. And they've done a superb job of training on the fly. It would take the American Army a year to come up with a name or a a crest or or something like that. And so what the uh, president did yesterday, he trotted out King Abdullah um, to uh, make a statement. And because that that way he, he gets an Arab face on the white guy telling the Jews how to, how to fight the war. So now, uh, here's Abdullah yesterday. Unfortunately, one of the most devastating wars in recent history continues to unfold in Gaza as we speak. Nearly 100,000 people have been killed, injured, or are missing. The majority are women and children. We cannot afford an Israeli attack on Rafah. That was probably written... Uh, for him to read verbatim by the White House because he needed that uh, before Bibi Netanyahu kicks off this final operation, which is uh, Rafa. And and what's funny is the Egyptians are reinforcing their border with Gaza because they don't want thousands of Gaza refugees flooding into Sinai. They don't want them in their country. And by the way, King Abdullah doesn't want them in his country. So anyway, they all know what, what the collected uh, Arab states, whether it's Jordan, Saudi Arabia or Egypt, what they all know is about to happen is that uh, Israel is going to have a victory. There's going to be no more Hamas. Hamas will leave by sea. They'll wind up in Qatar or whatever. But there will be a, a, new, a new government, whatever form it takes, but it will not have Hamas in it. 
Uh, and for some reason, Biden's more concerned about the the young far left Democratic voters and what they do in November than whether or not our Israeli allies are victorious right now. Um, so anyway, that's uh, the situation there on the ground. And the Israelis are in the process of winning um, and they're trying to avoid the president of the United States uh, being the roadblock to their uh, victory. All right. Um, listen, every morning, 6 a.m. Uh, see you tomorrow on The Brian Suit Show here on AM 770 KTTH.